Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Scale with Predictable Success. I'm Les McEwen, founder and CEO of Predictable Success. And today I'm absolutely delighted to be with not just a client, but a good friend, Amanda Tress, CEO of Faster Way to Fat Loss. And you're going to hear a lot about Faster Way in just a moment or two. Amanda is a member of our mastermind group here at Predictable Success. Amanda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Les. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, I, I know your story. And it's just incredible. And I know a lot of our listeners know your story, but many of them don't. And I'd love to just start off by having you tell us a little bit about you, about Amanda Tress, your background. What prompted you to start faster? Tell us what it does and give us a, you know, a potted history of your business. Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Well, I started the Faster Way to Fat Loss specifically about five years ago, and time truly does fly. But I'll back up even prior to starting the Faster Way to Fat Loss program. I struggled myself with health issues when I was younger. I was actually on blood pressure medication as a teenager. I had blood sugar issues. Both of my sisters are still, unfortunately, to this day, morbidly obese. I don't have the best genetics when it comes to health history. Uh, and, and when I was in college, I decided that I was going to take my health into my own hands, really take ownership. I did quite a bit of research about how to wean myself off of blood pressure medication, which at the time I'd been told I'd be on for the rest of my life. I had been active in sports, but my nutrition was atrocious. I loved McDonald's. I loved sodas. Anything unhealthy, I was going to grab. Uh, my sisters, my family was the same way. In college, I did a 180 when it came to my nutrition. And then I started working out simply to maintain a healthy lifestyle versus only to play sports. Uh, I was able to really take care of my own health and wean myself off of medications. Immediately after doing so and feeling worlds better, I knew I had to tell others about what I had figured out. I knew I had to help others be healthy as well. So I became a trainer in college. Uh, I maintained a fitness business as a side hustle for several years. After college, I entered a career in digital marketing. When I was in college, Facebook came out, social media was becoming popular, and I dove in headfirst and actually used social media through college to ramp up my own fitness business. And, and I immediately saw it as a way to build a personal and professional brand. Uh, so after college, as I was in the digital marketing industry and career field, I was able to continue using what I learned on the digital marketing side to grow my own side hustle. Before having my second baby, who is actually now seven, I decided to step down from my full-time digital marketing career, and I actually launched a digital marketing agency for female entrepreneurs in the fitness industry on the labor and delivery bed. I landed my very first client when I was in labor. I still distinctly remember that particular client. I had a meeting with her for the first time five days after I delivered. Uh, I, I grew my digital marketing agency that year. This was, again, seven years ago. Uh, and it was very exciting. I grew that particular business fairly quickly. But what I found several years or a couple few years ago is that although I could empower my digital marketing agency clients to leverage 
social media and lead magnets and sales funnels to grow their business. If I helped these individuals, these clients get eyeballs on their content, but yet the, the women and men who they were bringing into their fitness programs weren't seeing results, it was probably a programming issue. So long story short, five years ago, I said, you know what, instead of simply helping women in the industry market their, their wellness program or their fitness company, I'm actually going to also create the best program on the market and then build a certification around it so that my agency clients can become certified to run my program with their clients. They will be super affiliates for lack of a different term uh, right. and, and we'll be able to grow and scale together. So that is what I did. <laughs> I created the Faster Way to Fat Loss program five years ago. I started the program as a test with 11 clients. Uh, the 11 clients did a fantastic job. They had incredible results. I then empowered those 11 clients to be micro-influencers for the program. Uh, and then I built the certification, as I mentioned, for my agency clients to complete so they could run the Fast Way to Fat Loss with their own uh, fitness clients. And about two and a half years ago, after having my third baby, I decided to focus all in with the faster way instead of maintaining agency clients who had other businesses and companies in addition to faster way. Uh, and so in the past two and a half years, we've been able to grow from 1 million in gross revenue to about 65 million in gross revenue, which is very exciting. And we're not slowing down anytime soon. We are looking to, uh, Establish scalability. And of course, I'm sure you discuss that quite often, Les. That's why I was drawn to working with you. What I feel we've done thus far is grown, and I do want to scale, uh, but we're still in a place where we cap registration, we close registration every month. Uh, we don't have what it takes to take on, you know, 100,000 new clients next month, for example. We are still getting all those systems and processes in place with your help. Well, that's just an incredible story. And uh... You know, the folks that don't, haven't met you, don't know you yet, I can just picture them, they're sitting and their hair is blown back, like they're just being <laughs> hit by a wind tunnel. Because here we have, you know, this period of time, college, kids, and 1 million to 55 million, which is just an incredible uh, growth story. And to do that, you know, and I know your commitment to family uh, is intense. Uh, your commitment to your church is intense. Uh, you've done all that and remained incredibly normal you know approachable uh you've you've got a vast span of attention uh you've done so many things what i'd love to hear is if you were to go back now knowing what you know now back to the one million and look at that path forward what has most surprised you what's been challenging that you didn't think was going to be challenging what was easier than you thought it was going to be what's the journey been like compared to what you thought it was going to be like Oh my goodness. That is a fantastic question. And one that I haven't been asked yet before on an interview, specifically a podcast interview. The journey has been grueling. I am so glad I didn't know what the future would hold with this type of growth when I first sought to uh, grow quickly. We are the fastest growing company in all of Tampa Bay, which is where I reside. Uh, we just heard from the Inc. 5000 yesterday that we are pretty high up on their list as well, uh, which well, is congratulations. It's unique. Thank you. 
Um, but growing quickly comes with its fair share of challenges. My biggest challenges have been in the way of staff challenges. Uh, I have absolutely stood in my own way when it comes to growth and scaling uh, because I do tend to be a bit of a control freak. I know that might be a shocker to you, Les. But <laughs> no, <laughs> this, no, not you. <laughs> you know this, Les, that I'll share with the listeners. I'm now pregnant with my fourth baby, but the business is is really my fifth baby. You know, it's it's right. it's uh, my passion project and something I care so deeply about. So it is difficult to hire the right leaders, specifically from the outside, you know, people who aren't just rising through the ranks within the company. Um, only since last year have I brought on a more substantial number of employees. We have close to 30 employees now. Last year at this time, we had eight. Uh, we, we somehow continued growing even with only contractors around the country, everyone virtual for uh, a series of many months as well. And now we are uh, becoming just a little bit more um, organized and <laughs> better yes. with our org chart. Again, you know, many, many thanks to you. I'm the typical um, visionary entrepreneur who likes to just run my way up the stairs instead of putting the systems and processes into place and finding the right members who can make up the dream team. So um, yes, it's been, it's been quite challenging. I'm so glad that I was ignorant about the challenges of growing a business um, of right. this size. And now hopefully I'm a little bit more prepared for the $100 million company, the $500 million company uh, as we go. Uh, it, it's interesting you just mentioning the uh, the leadership issues, you know, finding and developing great leaders. And uh, hasn't it been fascinating the degree to which in the mastermind group that's just been a common theme to people with businesses of all type, organizations of all types and sizes. You know, we had Jason on the podcast a while back, church environment, same issue. You know, we, I just uh, had Russ, uh, who you know, on, on the podcast, same issue. It's developing the right people. And so many times we develop the people who are the right people on the bus for part of the journey, but then they're not the right people for the next stage of the journey. And that's, that's often the bits that's most difficult, right? It's excruciatingly painful. And I respect and love both Jason and Russ. And it's comforting to know that they struggle with many of the same issues. I think as a woman, as a female, it's even more difficult because the last thing I want is for someone to be upset with me or to have to lay a particular individual off. And I've had to make those difficult calls through the months and through the years. And, um, you know, those are the types of things that keep me up at night. <laughs> I'm sure many of sure. Sure. Good. Uh, definitely relate with that. And we'll be right back with Amanda Tress. In just a moment, you'll hear more from Amanda, including why she chooses to have only 2,000 certified coaches when the market supports 70,000, the scholarship plans she announced mid-COVID for healthcare heroes and teachers, and what's next for her and her $55 million business. Now, if like Amanda and me, you're an MSE, that's the most senior executive, whether you're the founder or CEO or managing director or lead pastor or madam secretary, whatever the title of the most senior person in your organization, if that's you, then you know one thing for sure. It can be really, really lonely up here. 
Sure, being the most senior executive is a great privilege and it brings with it great responsibility, but it brings great challenges too. And sometimes we just don't have the right forum to go to to share those challenges, at least not in a way in which we feel comfortable and supported and challenged and held accountable. Now, I'm sure you've got a great team in your organization. I'm sure you've got a fantastic leadership team who support you. But there are times when you're just not ready to talk, to share with your senior team just yet. And there are other times when you want to talk with people who've got a different perspective, people who have got a perspective other than from the inside of your organization. Sometimes you just don't want to distract your senior leadership team because of some of the other things that you've got going on. And you've almost certainly built a great support group of friends and family. But let's be honest, I know this and I know you do too. There are many times when you're grappling with a particular challenge, a growth challenge, either around your own leadership or the growth of your organization, and you just don't want to burden your friends or your family. And many times, even when you do, they often can't really help you. And that means they're left feeling frustrated and you're left feeling unfulfilled. And it's precisely because of that challenge, the challenge of it being lonely at the top, and yet we face big challenges of our own to meet as leaders, that I started the Predictable Success Mastermind Group. Amanda Tress, our guest interviewee today, is a member of the Predictable Success Mastermind Group along with a group of like-minded growth leaders just like you from every sort of organization. Perhaps the Predictable Success Mastermind Group might be exactly the place for you to go for the support, accountability, and encouragement you need in these incredibly difficult times. So why not go take a look, make your own mind up, head over to predictablesuccess.com forward slash mastermind and check it out. And now back to our guest today, Amanda Tress. And particularly whenever those people, uh, you know, they become part of the culture, you know, they're that deeply embedded from the really early days. And they were through, they went through so many of the early battles with you. And, you know, you've heard me say it many times, I share it with people a lot. Part of my job, unfortunately, is showing people what the journey ahead is going to look like. And I tell folks all the time, you know, if you're committed to, to really getting to scalability, you're going to lose up to a third of your best people because they're wonderful people, but they, they don't want to go on that journey. They want to stay where they are now. And it, it's, it's the kinder thing to let them go. So, uh, you know, you're not alone, at least in that. I want to just uh, open up for a second or two. Not, I don't want to spend too long on it. I want to move on to the impact of uh, the coronavirus um, economic issues on your business and talk about those for a moment or two. But something I would like to just touch on for a second is you've built us so much of your growth in social media. It's been an incredibly powerful tool that you've really used to the max, but it has its upsides and its downsides. And I know that it's been uh, on occasions that in itself has been tough for you. And a lot of our listeners are, are women who are using social media a lot and facing some of those similar challenges. And you know what I'm talking about. It's not, people aren't always nice out there. You want to talk a little bit about just how that's hit you in your world and on what you know, coping mechanisms, defense, defense mechanisms you've built to help you um, navigate through that? Yes, yes. I appreciate the power of social media. I've been in the digital marketing industry for many, many years, really since Facebook came out. I've been leveraging it for business and for branding. Um, however, I would love 
to have a company that I could run without ever checking social. <laughs> if I could get away with running my business without having to be on Instagram or having to be on Facebook and YouTube and TikTok and all the things, I would be a much happier person overall. Unfortunately, that's not the nature of how we've grown. We have leveraged the power of micro-influencers specifically on Instagram. Uh, and as you mentioned, not everyone is kind. And especially in the marketplace right now, people are on edge. They are highly sensitive. They are angry. They are bitter. They are fatigued. And they are going to act out. And they are going to act out or speak out against influencers, against people who seem to have all their stuff together. Uh, and I've had to be careful about what I post, when I post, why I post, how I post all through my career, but especially now, uh, anything you put out there can be twisted. Something I say on video or on Instagram could be the quick end to my career. Um, and so it is a challenge and it's exhausting. One of our very first mastermind get togethers, I was dealing with some online haters and there's really no better term. It's, it's online trolls, online haters, people who have nothing better to do than to, uh, post from behind their phone screen or, or computer screen um, negative criticisms or hate toward other people just because they are hurting themselves. They are projecting their issues on me. Um, and I remember Jason said, please don't stop sharing your story. He said, please don't stop speaking your message and um, you know, posting. He's like, people are going to come out of the woodwork and to criticize you and all of that, but you have to just block it out. He's like, don't read your messages. He said, wow. hire someone to read your messages. Um, I will say it has been one of the least favorite parts of, of my career is looking to see, you know, what people might have to say about me or faster way or my family even, which is just atrocious. Uh, but you know, unhappy people hurt other people, hurt people, hurt people. Uh, and it's just something that I've had to continue to overcome and I have developed a more thick skin, but it never becomes easy. You know, it's right, never, right, it's right. never going to be enjoyable to see what, such and such or so-and-so has to say about, you know, this, this business or, or person who's just trying to do good in the world. So, right. um, yeah, it's, it's an unfortunate reality. And I admire the fact that you, you know, you, you just have consistently stuck with that and, and, you know, a faster way uh, to fat loss is very much by Amanda Tress and you're yes. there, you're front and center and you take all of that on your shoulders. And, uh, as I say, I have admired the way in which you've worked your way through it, through that. I got to say, you know, uh, as one of the older generation, um, I, I, I remember when the internet web, whatever I thought it was back then, when it was just emerging, just out of being, a you know, an academic military thing, and we were just starting to um, communicate, the first ever browser came out, and that meant we could actually, you know, go look at something. I remember when the Amazon website had the worst logo you ever saw in your life. It was a a horrible little graphic of the Amazon River. Anyway, I do remember this cartoon um, uh, really way back in the early days, uh, iconic, and it's stuck in my mind in dealing with all the stuff you're talking about. It's this guy, and uh, you got to remember this is you know very early on. It's clearly like two in the morning. He's on his computer, pre-laptop, and his wife is, is standing at the door with a light in her, in her you know, 
that are BJ's. I said, what are you doing? And he's typing furiously. He's saying, somebody on the internet is wrong. <laughs> that's never, that's out of, that genie's out of the bottle and never going to go away. Oh my God. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about um, how the, um, the last four months have impacted uh, faster way to fat loss. And just one of the things I've been asking each of our guests just to reflect on. And obviously, there's a broad range of, of degree to which uh, there's been an impact. What, you know, a lot of your folks were already consuming your material from home. You, on the other hand, you've got a lot of folks who've got gyms. Tell us just, you know, what, what have been the big moving parts from you for you since March that have changed? Yeah, absolutely. It's been an interesting few months. I'm now tired of the word un unprecedented because life is unprecedented. Growing a business, scaling a business is unprecedented. Right. Uh, you know, we've had some highs and lows. Highs would be the fact that, listen, it is not a bad time to be in the digital fitness and nutrition space. People right. are in need of an at-home workout program to follow. We provide an at-home workout. Uh, we've been doing so for years and years. And so we're not new to the game. We aren't just simply a company that said, we're going to now, within two weeks, launch our virtual option. We had already been working through that and establishing ourselves in the industry as a virtual option. Uh, you know, we absolutely have been dealing with challenges when it comes to understanding how COVID would impact our bottom line. Um, right from the get-go, my team immediately decided to make some strategic decisions about staffing, and uh, those were tough decisions. You know, some of the hardest decisions of my life are related to staffing uh, and finances. And so, you know, we made some moves and I'm very grateful that we made those moves to feel uh, more confidence moving forward, you know, as we considered uh, the coming months and, and wondering if we were going to see a lot of cancels. One thing that we did as a team is we immediately shared with our community that if someone was struggling due to COVID, if they lost their job, if their spouse lost their job, they could uh, join our program for free for a couple few months, or they could maintain their membership for a few months. So we still have many, many people who are enjoying free access to the app. Uh, they will be billed here soon. We'll remind them, of course. But, uh, you know, we felt that was important to do. We never want finance to prevent someone from being able to transform their lives physically. So we offered that particular scholarship option. Additionally, we offered a special round of the Fast Way to Fat Last for Healthcare Heroes. That was an extremely exciting round. We offered a round to teachers uh, at a discount. We said, listen, if you are a teacher right now and you're struggling with virtual school and all of this, we want to to give you something that you can control and that you can enjoy. And that is the fast way to fat loss. Uh, we also offered scholarships to gym owners or wellness professionals who are out of work due to COVID. And we brought on about 220 new certified coaches into our community via scholarships, uh, which was exciting. We've continued to grow our member base through this time. We aren't earning more income hand over fist, but we'll continue to see uh, small incremental growth, which is always my goal. Uh, I know Russ you know, has had a bit of a different situation with just extreme, exciting, incredible growth. Uh, that hasn't been our reality. We're just kind of, you know, moving forward and um, remaining stable and 
doing the very best that we can during this time. I do feel that our community members are looking for or needing something to to bring positivity to their day. And we have been that for them. Our 30 minute workouts, our meal plans, our challenges have truly been encouraging. Uh, and many clients have said, Amanda, if it wasn't for fast, what if fat loss, I would have really struggled during this time, but right. thank goodness for the community here that continued to lift me up uh, over the past few months. And I'm, I'm quite sure that what you just described has uh, piqued a number of folks' interest just in the service offerings that you make, and we'll obviously link on the show page uh, to Faster Way so people can go look. But tell us a little bit about, you've got at least two avatars. There are the folks who actually, let's call them the retail folks who consume your programs. You know, they're at home and they're doing the workouts, following the nutrition, et cetera. And then you've got what you call your micro-influencers. Talk a little bit about those and any other avatars. A lot of our folks are business, like me, business model nerds, and we'd love to yes. hear you know, what's your business model? What are you selling into? Yeah. First, let me share the business model, which is very simple. And then I'll speak about the audiences or the avatars. Our business model entails that you as a consumer, as a client, go through an initial six-week orientation program of the Fast Way to Fat Loss. We pair intermittent fasting with carb cycling, effective 30-minute workouts with a strategic food log. You go through the initial six-week orientation program, have incredible results, and then you transition seamlessly into our VIP membership. The VIP membership is $79 per month. That's an auto bill. It's recurring revenue for the company. Once you go through the Fast Way to Fat Loss six-week orientation program and transition into the VIP membership, you are eligible to apply for our coach certification. Now, we only open up the coach certification three times per year. We actually are opening up the certification in July. We'll have enrollment open for a limited time and to a limited number of individuals in a marketplace where we could have 70,000 coaches, we choose to have 2,000. We do not want to oversaturate the marketplace uh, with reps. <laughs> it's just not in our business plan. It's not part of our vision. We look to bring on the best of the best. You have to go through a fairly extensive interview process. At this time, you need uh, referral letters. You need a video interview as well. Uh, and so we are passionate about bringing on people who will represent the brand well. Uh, we have another track in addition to the certified coach track where you can apply to become an influencer. So this is for an individual who, for example, is a fashion blogger on Instagram. If you're a fashion blogger on Instagram, I will not hire you into my certified coach community because you do not have a fitness background. So you can apply to be an influencer for the brand. Now you still have to go through the process to be approved. We do not comp affiliates or comp influencers, celebrities, or anything of the like to join the faster way and promote it. You must pay for the faster way. You must go through, see incredible results and then apply and be accepted into my influencer program. Uh, so we're very specific and exclusive about both the certified coach community and the influencer uh, track. And then as you mentioned, we have the consumer track. So many of our active uh, participants, simply VIP clients in the membership. And we have uh, close to 30,000, if not a little bit more active clients right now, total. Very cool. 
and um, your thoughts for the future, Amanda. Let's talk a little bit about Faster Way and Amanda Trass. To, I mean, I, most people would say five years down the road, but I know for you, five years is like <laughs> six lifetimes away. Let's say just a couple of years from now. What are your hopes and dreams? What would you like to see? Oh, great question. Well, first and foremost, for Amanda Tress, the most important priority in my future is to deliver a healthy baby girl right. in October. So that is number one on the priority list. Uh, we have five initiatives for the company that we are pursuing many of which have, have taken a bit of a pause through this time. We are going to be ramping up our men's programming. Right now we serve women uh, and we're looking to really expand into the male markets, which will be powerful. Our, our male clients who do come through right now, which is a very small group of primarily spouses, they see incredible results. So now it's a matter of starting to market to men and finding some uh, male staffers who can help us really take that program to the next level. We are looking to expand into meal kits. So when you're on the app and you see our, our food, food log or meal plan for the week, you'll be able to click and buy a meal kit that will be delivered to your door. Uh, that will be a private label or a white label type scenario. We're also expanding into functional medicine. We have health coaches who are now meeting with our members uh, via health coach packages. We have at-home lab testing that we recommend in addition to supplements. So we'll be ramping up that vertical in 2021 and 2022. Uh, and we have some pretty aggressive plans for our apparel lines. We have found through COVID specifically that our ladies love to online shop. So we are going to solve that problem and provide solutions for our ladies who are looking for better workout gear, uh, cute items to wear around. So that'll be a very fun initiative as well. And athleisure has just been accelerated incredibly. I can't see us going back in the box in that regard. You know, right. Sadly, we've seen the other side of it. So many um, what we might call conventional clothing retailers. They're just, you know, Brooks Brothers yesterday, gone, and just one of any number. Uh, and so athleisure is here. It was always a growing part, right? But now it's just enormous, absolutely yes. enormous. Yes, yeah. Well, Amanda, um, I'm going to hold you to come back in two years time and tell us where you're at because I know one of two things. One is it will not be anything like the picture you just painted because <laughs> you're just <Probably> too <laughs> curious to, you know, intellectually diverse. And secondly, it will, whatever it is, uh, it'll be an incredible success. It's just been a pleasure getting to know you over the last period of time. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Les. It was my pleasure. Thank you.